Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to one of my favorite days of the week. It's hump day. Yeah, okay. I can't believe I said that out loud. There's some words that Forbes Riley just can't say without giggling. That's one of them. I don't know why that is, because I'm an eight-year-old in a, in a grown woman's body. Isn't that fun? All right, so I've been doing this for a very long time here in Voice America. We're heard around the world, and I've got an amazing team in Arizona that makes this show happen live. We are, in fact, live today. We're also being heard and streamed on Facebook and a little bit of Clubhouse. Kind of cool cross-medium. Why do I do that? Because I can't. Hey guys, I don't know if you are feeling it. There is a shift in the universe and maybe it is the age of Aquarius. I would love it to be. I was actually, I think alive, I was in the 60s. The first time that Aquarius thing happened, there are a lot of people running around with, with hippie beads and no clothes on. And I don't know if that's what's coming around. But last year was so freaking weird that this year gets to be a lot more fun. Now, am I, maybe I have a weird perspective on life, but I enjoyed the weirdness of last year. I just did. I thought it was completely bizarre, but like out of all of those movies that I watch and in fact, okay, this is pretty funny. I actually star, many of you know, I'm an actress. I was in the TV series 24 on Fox uh, a couple of moons ago. And the episode that I did, and by the way, the president was played by the guy who does the, is it not the guy code, the uh, Allstate commercials. Yeah. He plays the president of the United States and I play the press secretary. And there's a pandemic happening in Los Angeles. And I didn't realize we did this show like seven or eight years ago and the airport's being shut down and people are not getting enough information about what's going on. And people are dying. Now in that episode, they're bleeding out of their eyes. It's not a good thing. But all of a sudden our real life got to be like that. And a lot of people totally freaked out. What if you didn't freak out? You know, it's, it's kind of a funny thing about disasters and how we react to them. And I think it's why we did a lot of fire drills. You guys remember fire drills in school? They, the bell would ring, we'd all have to line up and go outside. We, we prepared for disasters. Now in the 50s, I saw, I wasn't alive then, I saw a lot of uh, video of this where they, was, they were afraid of the bombs dropping <clears throat> and you had to do what was called a duck and cover. The big thing that the schools told you was to, if a bomb drops, go underneath your desk and hide. Huh, what part of that doesn't add up to make sense, right? Yeah, so that's when I first learned, be careful what the government tells you it might always, might not just be true. Oh wait, and now I'm on a kick to find out what else isn't true. I feel like I'm on, uh, on, on a search and destroy mission. What are we being told that might not be true? Well, huh, anybody here eat, eat fast food? Raise your hand, do you guys eat fast food at all? Yeah, you know, do you know that fast food like isn't really food? And that kind of a funny concept. Yeah, I'm a bit of a nutritionalist. Oh, wait, I'm in the National Fitness Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, I'm in a movie called Super Charge Me where we went raw for 30 days. I am living with a three-time world champion fitness model who eats like, like out of, out of this, the handbook for being a supermodel. So we get a front row seat to what food is and what food isn't. Oh, wait, and then I had a chance to stand next to Jack LaLanne for eight years of our lives together. 
And we actually together grossed a billion dollars on one infomercial. And you know what the infomercial was about? It was about juicing. And so I personally have had a front row seat to my eyes being opened. And I, I just don't want to think that I'm the only one. And so I'm on a quest to find people who think like me so we can just have conversations. And, and I'm not fanatical about anything. Uh, I was a vegetarian for six years when I was like out of college. And I was a vegetarian because I think I fell in love with a cow. And I was like, I don't want to eat him. He was like, it was like a, a school cow. And you all of a sudden go oh. And I did all of that. And, but I started to get sick. And I went to my doctor at some point and he said, you don't have enough methionine in your system. I said, what does that mean? He said, well, Westerners get methionine from meat and Asians get methionine Easterners from fish. It's a, it's a, a mineral that you need. And uh, I don't think 30 years ago, we were very sophisticated about how we could actually get minerals. And I remember a moment and I, and I made everybody nuts for a while. This is what I don't like about fanatics. I remember all my family and friends going, Oh God, could you just have a hamburger? I'm like, no, I'm a vegetarian. Well, I, also used to do stand-up comedy at ski resorts. And so I, I skied 10, like 60 days a year, like lived at ski resorts and I hate cold weather. I can clearly remember the moment I became a non-vegetarian. I was skiing down a mountain and a whiff of that barbecue like came all, you know how you ski past like those chalets and this barbecue thing like went up my nose and through my body and like, oh, what am I smelling? And I'm like, no, but you're a vegetarian. I know, but oh, barbecue. And I remember actually the moment where I skied down into this thing and I grabbed whatever they were serving and a big red wine and I had the time of my life. And I now I'm only a vegetarian when I, um, on weekends. No, I mean a vegetarian between, you know, I'm not, I'm not a veg. okay. My grandfather's a butcher. I, I don't like to eat meat. I know why you don't want to, but is it wrong if you want like a little something? Can you be a moderate and not be a fanatical? But I do know that Jack always said to me and the rest of the world, if man made it, don't eat it. And so as I just start the little rant, I always get to do a little monologue here about a rant at the beginning of my radio show. Uh, what does it mean if man made it, don't eat it? Um, you know, my kids, when they were little, mommy, did man make this apple? No, no, that's, that's pretty, you can eat the apple. Did man make macaroni and cheese? I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah, we did. We made macaroni and cheese. Uh, that bad for us? I'm like, oh God. Yeah, you know, I could, my beautiful kids, I could say that yes, pasta and bread are made from flour and water, the same thing we make paste out of for your school. And it clogs your intestines and it's horrible for you. And the cheese then makes it stick to your intestines and you're going to get constipated and you're going to get pimples and, and okay, you could have just one little macaroni and cheese. I don't want to be a terrible mother. <laughs> and then, but, that, but the, the thing is, I taught my kids the value of food why sugar is bad. And I didn't say sugar is bad. And this is another thing. If you've got little kids, let's train the next generation right. Here's what I said to my kids, because I don't think you should tell your kids no. I think you should get them to tell you no. What does that mean? Okay. Well, I said to the, the, my, my guys, I said, inside both of you, you know how you go to sleep at night and you're, you're cut and like heels overnight? Well, there's a little whole army of little guys like Bob the Builders, like little despicable me guys inside of you. They wear little yellow hats like the you know, Bob the Builder with a light on it. And they have a cup and that cup can only be filled with water. And here's what happens. You go to sleep at night and poof, they wake up and they have to go to work, right? Now, if you, their cups are filled with water, they can do their job. If you put soda, water, if you put soda, milk and other juices and other things in there, they don't do their job. They like to hang out and do nothing. And then you're going to wake up and your, your skin's going to look bad. And, you're, 
and like mommy and they became very dedicated every night it was we're doing this for the bob the builder guys well that was about they were four years old my daughter's 18. she's with a group of her girlfriends a couple of weeks ago she turns to me and mom will you remind me with the guys inside of us did they wear yellow hats now what does that mean for you that means that all the little nuggets that you put inside of your brain and that you think about and you focus on every day is who you become and what's going on right now, right? Now, but think about it. So you listen to certain kind of music that's talking about popping a cap into somebody and you're like, hmm, I listened to songs that were like, I think I love you and right in the middle, I mean, bubblegum baloney, right? But I have a bubblegum kind of personality. I watched Bewitched. I watched I Dream a Genie. I watched The Worst That Happened Was F True, but nobody ever died. I'm now flipping on Netflix and it, people's heads are blowing off everywhere. You know, what you think and what you see, you become. And I know that everyone said, well, video games where they're killing people can't hurt anybody. No, my son played video games where he shot people all day long. He's not a school killer yet, I don't think. But that can't be really healthy for your brain or your body. So let me tie all this up by saying that the food you put in your body should have a level of nutrition. And I'm just going to share this with everybody. I've got some beautiful people here in Clubhouse, lots of people on a lot of platforms. How are you treating you? You know, I, I watched this last year. The saddest part of last year was all the arguing. Uh, that's the part that got me. It's not the COVID. It's not the fact that my fiance was in a, a wheelchair for six months because he got hit by a car by a guy who had no insurance. But there seemed to be a level of bickering and I'm going to leave you all with this. Now, I just spouted my personal philosophies about food, about raising kids, about a lot of things, right? Okay, I can do that. It's my platform. But here's what I want you to take a moment and all of you to think about, because I'll do a little post show and I want to hear your feedback. Look at the word believe, B-E-L-I-E-V-E, -E -E, right? Believe. Right in the middle of that word is L-I-E. It's a lie. So I'm going to say, I believe that this is right. And you believe that that is right. Maybe we're both wrong but we both believe it. I think the only thing that's wrong, if I have a voice that penetrates the society today, is that I'm gonna honor whatever you believe. If you'll honor whatever I believe and stop telling me that I'm wrong and you're better or I'm, that's not true. It's just your belief. And there's two kinds of beliefs that don't serve you and you don't even realize it. One of them is called a limiting belief. That's where you tell me all your shortcomings. Oh my gosh, I'm so technologically challenged. I can't do this, I'm a klutz. You walk around with a lot of beliefs that aren't real and you don't even realize it. And then you tell other people your limiting beliefs of yourself and maybe the world based on what you learned. Hmm, I'm in the business of shattering people's limiting beliefs, not of the world, but just of themselves. I believe that you can do a little more than you're doing. I believe that you can be a little nicer, a little more gracious, a little more generous than you are. Am I right or am I wrong? Who knows, right? That kind of a funny thing. And somebody much smarter than me said, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. Oh, wow. Hopefully this is just mind melding, exploding concepts because I believe that we could get along a lot better than we do with ourselves, with our partners, with our friends, our family, and our society. I believe if we stop focusing on what makes us different, if we stop focusing on what makes us different, 
you're blonde, I'm brown, you're tall, you're short, you're old, you're fat, you like Ohio and I like California. We keep finding reasons to not like each other. What if that wasn't the focus? I'm going to honor that you believe something, but stay on your side of the fence. You start arguing and creating this, this energy of, of hatred. I don't know. I guess we're, I would like an alien to come down. I'm ready for an alien. Because if you cut any one of us listening, we all bleed red, right? I'm waiting for the guy who bleeds green. That guy we might be different from, but then maybe we all unite. Maybe we look out for each other and we see past all the things because we are different. And maybe if you don't believe this, you need to go travel. I'll tell you what, if you live in America, not everybody lives the way we do. Man, are we lucky to be living here? Let me tell you something. We get electricity when it turns on. We want water. You want ice cubes. I've been to countries, no ice cubes. What do you mean no ice cubes? Oh, no, no ice cubes here. No. Really? Everything's warm? Hmm, that's an interesting concept. You have to go to sleep at night because there's no electricity. Well, that was a strain. Really? Wow. And a lot of bugs come out. Like, don't you have bug spray? Oh, what do you mean bug spray? The entire place that I was in was bugs. Wow, that was, I saw bugs the size of like small trucks. Like, wow, this is interesting. People live this way. So take a moment. If the only thing that you get out of so far, my little opening monologue was one, believe in you a little bit more. You have way more power and way more love inside of you than you ever realized. Hmm, that's interesting. Go do something nice for somebody else today. One thing for somebody else and watch how your attitude changes. And then stop believing that you're right. I'm very often, I don't think I'm right. I just think I am. Therefore, I get to talk, right? Okay. And on that note, I would love to introduce my very first guest. We're going to go off to a commercial break in just a minute. And I've got a couple of people in the wings. But I met this wonderful woman the other day. Now, here's what I get to do. I get to be uber generous. I fought and struggled most of my life to get where I am. I'm sharing those stories because if I could do this, so can you, okay? And then I get to open the doors and my arms and my heart to people that I don't know because they might need some help. So the other night I was talking and this wonderful woman in a summit that I was doing popped on and I would like you to meet her. Judy, can you unmute for me? Her name is Judy Ambrose James and she said something that touched my heart. Please welcome to my world, my girl. Thank you, Forbes. I'm so honored to be here. I met you and I never thought that I would get the opportunity. Now, I do know that I'm worth it. I know that I'm going to work hard with whatever I do. And Father, I told you I had a stroke. And I told you that I went to that hospital and I started helping everybody else including me. I was in a wheelchair and they took the pedal off and they said, ma'am, you go for it. And I said, what? And everybody was passing me up and I'm saying, go for it. I can't even move. Started rocking folks, rocking until I got to the room, the dining room, and everybody stood up clapping. And I met so many wonderful people from that moment on. And that's when I knew nothing has been stopped. God wants me on top of this. And I thank you for having me here. I was on a summit with a lot of people and your energy touched my heart. 
I, I'm a child of intuition. I have a crazy way that I see people. I love teaching and coaching through Zoom calls because I would prefer this. I don't even need to be in, in the room with you and I can feel you. And when you spoke, you had such a joy. And again, this goes back to you guys feeling less than. I helped raise a little girl who had cerebral palsy. And you know what really pissed me off about Christine? She smiled all the time. She, I, she, I don't know to this day how she does it. She still does it. She can't walk. She can't do half. She can do 98% of what you and I can do. But she yeah. smiles all the time. And when I yeah. saw you, do you know what, what caused your stroke? Do they know? No, they don't. But I was in Hurricane Katrina, um, Katrina in Pasadena, Mississippi. And my grandmother was dying. And it was a, a magnitude of everything together. And then I started working at the police department as a dispatcher. And so everything together was my strength and my my trying to be all things for everybody. Oh, on that note, we're going to hang on to that. I've got one minute to my first commercial. Stress. <laughs> now, this is the funny thing. I said, do something nice for somebody else. I didn't say do everything nice. There's a whole yes. deal about caregivers not taking care of themselves. Yes. Oh, yes. all right. We're going to bring this full circle, you guys. You listen to Forbes Riley. Right here on the Forbes Factor, I do this as a radio show every week for the last 10 or so years. We're also podcast heard around the world. We've got uh, 30 seconds to my first commercial break, right? We are a real commercial. Um, and But we're going to stay live on Facebook and stay live on Clubhouse, take some questions. And I had not met Judy before, but I looked at her, I heard her heart, and I said, girl, you get to have your message out there. I know that it's a yes. great gift for her, but it's a better gift for me. Look at that <laughs> smile. Oh, you're just, I'm loving you today. All right, everybody, don't go well. We'll be right back after this message. <laughs> Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
Be inspired. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. It is Forbes Riley. Uh, You know what? I think this is the coolest time in my entire life. Something magical happened. Uh, One, it's Clubhouse. And I I can't shout it from the rooftops enough. Uh, I am hoping that they ask me to be a spokesperson because I've been a spokesperson for hundreds of companies. But this one is changing lives. Um, And Annalie and Kat and thank you and Phyllis. I really am uh, feeling a, a sense that I've never felt before. And I'm sharing it with people because here's what you don't know. People have looked at me on TV my entire life. I started on television when I was 16 years old. 16. Now, you got to really look at this. When I talk about being a child of somebody, I've just manifested things. I know many of you don't think that gravity is, gravity is real. No, you know it's real, right? But you don't have to believe in it. It doesn't matter. Drop a pen. Gravity is real. I'm going to tell you from the depth of my heart, from the moment well before I heard the secret, I've always known manifesting was real. Most of you just don't realize it. It's like, literally, it's like you have the best bottle of champagne in the back of a refrigerator. You don't, you just don't touch it because you don't, oh, it's there. And now we call it Forbesing it. And my question to everybody in my world is, what have you Forbesed lately? I'm not going to ask you how you are because you're going to say you're fine. You know what fine is? Fine is rock up insecure, neurotic, and emotional. Don't be fine. What have you Forbes? What have you created? What have you manifested into existence? And the more that I hang out with unbelievable manifestors, like really successful people, I'm realizing that I'm not alone. They've been doing it all along. I just don't think they actually shared it. And then I remember hearing the secret and I'm like, oh my gosh, somebody knows what I know. Like I felt like I had a key to the kingdom my whole life and people thought I was nuts. Well, guess what? After enough years of pouring water and watching my little magic beans grow, we now call it, what have you Forbes lately? And this little clubhouse thing, has taken life to the next level. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to ask you to jump in and I'll tell you why. Because for the first time, it's not a podcast, it's not a radio show, it's not regulated by anybody except us. I jumped in, I should have jumped in a lot earlier, but all my friends could come to Clubhouse. I thought it was a network marketing thing and I've had enough of those. (laughs) I finally did. And from the minute I heard these voices, I knew that I was home and I'm home for the rest of my life because I've always been very heart-centric. I've also been very lonely. Let me say that again. I absolutely have been very lonely most of my life uh, for a lot of reasons, and I'm not complaining about any of them because what the early part of my life taught me by not having friends, and we're not talking like not having friends, um, was to dream. I spent a lot of time inside of books, movies, and television, and I will go toe-to-toe with anybody on TV and movies from the 60s and 70s. It's all I did. And then my dreaming, I just wanted to be James Bond. And then I went ahead and lived, lived this crazy life. I mean, so much so to the point, if I asked any of you and I gave you a couple thousand dollars and said, go to Europe and have some fun, the, you probably would go, well, I'm going to take somebody with me. You know what I took? I took my Walkman and my dad's giant camera. Oh, right. Remember what a Walkman is? Here's the really crazy part of that. I have no musical taste because I literally had a cassette that I would turn over and over and it was uh, Burt Bacharach on one side and it's like love songs, all I listened to it over and over and over. <laughs> Can you imagine? So, and I didn't lose the camera the entire time, which is amazing, but I did something I'm gonna urge all of you to do. That is I decided to write my own story. 
I had a vision. And I think, again, I keep talking to people now at a certain level and realize the really successful people talk the way I do. Here are the words they use. Here's what I manifest. Here's what I dreamed. Here's what I created. Here's the relationships that I've kept over all of these years. Here's how I give back. I teach a lot of students that I don't hear those words from. I hear people who will, and I'm not blaming anybody because especially if you go to school, they ask for permission. Can I raise my hand? Can, can, I, can I go to the bathroom? Can I talk now? I have a whole world about permission. You don't hurt anybody, but here's something you might want to try. Write this down, everybody. Literally write this down. I hereby grant you, you being the you, you're going to look in the mirror. I hereby grant you, and those words are important, I hereby. Sounds very formal. Grant, as in that's what you've got to do to activate the manifesting button. I hereby grant you permission to, and then fill in the blank. And don't fill in the blank with something small. Fill in the blank with something that you truly want and believe. And then go watch The Wizard of Oz again. With this little thing, now watch The Wizard of Oz because this is what they wanted. This, this is the roadmap and we had it all along. We just didn't know it. So did Dorothy. They also went on a crazy journey. <clears throat> they almost died. They did all these crazy things because they all wanted. I hear, I want it. I want courage. I want a heart. I want a brain. I just want to go home. And they were willing to die for that. And they were lost because they kept hoping somebody out there is going to grant them the big red wizard. You're going to give me this dream. Please, please. They get there. Y'all gave permission to somebody else to give you your dream, right? Maybe one day I'll... They get there only to find out what. And just at that moment, the big green giant did just pop onto my screen. ML Billion, you're wearing giant green like the Wizard of Oz right now. How beautiful. I want to manifest the wizard. And wait, you hear his voice. He sounds like the wizard. But the wizard turns out not to be real. He's a guy just like you and me. And he turns to them and says, well, you never needed a Wizard of Oz because you what? You had it inside of you all along. And at that moment, you take out your card and go, I hereby grant you, Forbes Roddy, permission to be as important as you want to be, to matter to people. I hereby grant you permission to believe that you're beautiful, no matter what anybody says. I hear, and I will tell you that one exercise will change your life. I've done it with hundreds of students in front of a mirror. And it's painful to watch when people can't look at themselves in a mirror with the power and the knowledge to grant them whatever they want, and yet they still play small. ML Billion, welcome to the world's greatest platform. Thank you, Queen. I appreciate you. Come on, tell me that you don't sound like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. You know, everybody's off to see the Wizard, right? <laughs> yeah. So we are, ladies and gentlemen, we are just meeting in person for the very first time. This is called Clubhouse Magic. I know. I know. I'm so, so happy. I was looking forward to actually seeing you in person, though. You will. You will. Now, where do you live, my friend? Um, I live in Las Vegas, but I grew up in Miami, so I'm kind of down here. We just uh, purchased another uh, car dealership, so I'm here kind of getting everything set up. Well, by the way, right over in Tampa, little little trot right here. I have a beautiful television studio and a great, I really do. I've got a, all kind of bells and whistles that I have built, including my spin gym. Sally Green, you got your spin gym lying around? Listen, I need, I need it. I need it in my life. <laughs> oh, uh, let me tell you something. Everybody needs this. This is the coolest, most amazing thing in the world. And by the way, did you meet Miss Judy Ambrose James? I didn't get an opportunity to meet Miss Judy. All right, so here's what's, so I have been speaking a lot. There's, and 
I've been getting pretty ornery. I'm going to go, I've got, kind of gone from the female Tony Robbins to the female Gary Vee. And last couple of days, I have been just saying things that I, I've thought my entire life and getting a very big reaction. Like I said, there's 1,600 people coming to my training tomorrow at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, most I've had was like 100. So mama's going, oh, I know it, oh, I know it. I know, right? <laughs> right. That, that's what, and, and it was 80% of the people who came to the first thing and they call me going, nobody, nobody does that. No, nobody does those numbers. I'm like, I know you've never seen me before. And I'll tell you why you haven't seen me. And it's fair. I have been playing small for a reason. If I played this big for the last 10 years, when I finally discovered who I was, my kids wouldn't be who they are. They're 18 right now. And I don't know if you heard my daughter speak, but she's not only got her own company, but she grows six figures at a time. And most people have lost everything because she had a great mom staying there by her side, but I didn't give up my career. What I do now takes a lot of sacrifice, but Tony Robbins does take a lot of sacrifice. Oprah sacrificed a lot, not a mom. I'll tell you what, you have certain decisions and certain reasons and seasons in your life to do things. I said, talk about manifesting. I said 18 years ago, maybe 17. I said, when these babies are at a certain point, I will step into a new light. They just turned 18 on December 4th. And I feel it. It's like, it is like you, I spoke something into the universe. Mm. And so I, I know, and I know this and I've done this forever, but I've done it quietly and that's okay. You can only play so many games, but I also in my quietness made millions right down the street at home shopping, built my own TV studio, did all kind of crazy thing. The one component the universe wanted for me though, was I had not been in love and I crafted that four years ago. And I did, I wrote it out in the way that I talked to people like this. And then I even put it on a board. And one of my friends who married a beautifully handsome man, I said, how did you manifest that? And she said, Oh, I said I wanted someone who looked like he walked off the cover of a romance novel. I said, could I, could I have that? She's like, sure. Put that one on top. Now, for a 57-year-old, that was pretty fr- I, I Put that one on top. I said, I'm watching power couples. I'm putting Cindy Crawford and Randy Girl. I'm looking power couple. That's what I want. I looked at, li- now again, hear how specific I am. When I ask people their dreams, I get things like, I, want, I dream of finishing my book. Really, I dream of having my finished book on the World New York Times bestseller list. That's the difference between a dream and an action list. And so part of me now, I feel like a giant, a giant injector. You guys want a vaccine? I got a vaccine full of hope and promise and giving you your life to the highest level. That's the vaccine I think you really want to take, okay? And you don't have to stand in line for it. You just have to, I'm right here, give it to me. And so I'll tell you what, ML, I didn't go on Tinder, didn't go to a bar because I don't do those things, right? And sometimes I think I wish I drank. I just kept visioning this. and I kept looking at it and talking about it because my whole thing forever has been dream it, which is creating it believe it, which is talking about it, and then achieve it. Right. Now, here's the funny thing is I tell people, you can't just sit home and think your career is just going to happen to you. Well, I was in Las Vegas and I'm shooting a spin gym fitness thing. And my videographer, God rest his soul, my beautiful AJ died this year. And he says to me, do you want a two-time Mr. Arnold to come over and work out with us? I'm like, yeah, okay. I'd like a chocolate cake and a million bucks while we're just dreaming. An hour later, and Joshua walks in the door. Now, I don't know it at that time because he's 17 years younger and he's the hottest thing I've ever seen. And of course, I've always done this as a fitness expert. I made him take his shirt off. Come on, Al, it's going to happen. <laughs> and we're spin gymming. And I have pictures of this moment. And then I laughed because he's really, I'm not a cougar. Or I wasn't. Anyway, um, anyway, and he pursued me. And I will tell you, I wish I had the reality cameras. I don't know if you guys know, if you go to YouTube, you can check this out. But I gave Kim Kardashian her start in television. I gave her her name, and people don't know this because, because she got fired. That's why they don't know it. 
That's that's a long story, but you can see it. She uh, she had all she had no TV credits. I'd done some work with her dad, and she is selling a steam iron. We all start somewhere. I have that footage. It's kind of crazy. And it just he walks. He comes from Vegas to California on his motorcycle uh, after talking for three months and having. And I'm thinking, got some. Now here's my self esteem was still not intact yet. And I'm thinking, somebody who looks like that just wants, you know, whatever, a great weekend, right? And I thought, well, that can't be so bad. He looks like he's off a chip and nail. How bad could it be? I was single for a long time. And he gets off and he comes over to me and I said to him, I said, what are you doing here? And this beautiful man who, when he got off the motorcycle and that black leather and that chiseled Chippendale body, he was like, I had that moment going, this can't be real. I mean, can you imagine manifesting something that's so amazing and then it happens? That's my new reality, enjoying and accepting that ML Billions on my radio show today, that Judy and Sally just popped out of nowhere. And he said to me, he said, he said, I'm not very religious, but something tells me that you need me. Wow. Wow. The kid whose dad was killed when he was two, whose mom married the dad's brother, his uncle, helped to help raise the boys in Ohio. He was killed on a car crash when, he was, when Josh was 15, his dad was run over by a truck. Joshua actually scored a winning touchdown that day. That boy needs someone who believes in him, who loves him. And I'll tell you what, it was like lightning in a bottle. And you got to ask yourself, did we manifest this for each other? Did we, because we both had not had other things that just didn't work out like this one did. If you believe in yourself, what can you achieve? I was doing a speech the other day lot of hundreds of people in the room. And Judy just spoke to me. Judy, tell ML who you are. Hi, ML. I'm Judy James, and I am a believer of everything. Forbes just said, I know that when you know in your heart, and when God put it in your heart, He's going to send the right people to your life. And Fobs came into my life. And you see, I have a T-shirt. I got to tell you about this. It's called, If You Can't Find a Reason to Smile, Borrow mm-hmm. Mine. And I went to the park and I put that T-shirt down. And that's how I got people to come to me and tell me what they most dream, and they did. And that's who I am. You had a stroke, you had a stroke how long ago? It's been 13 years, but I had a craniotomy, a coma, and a subdual hematoma within that time. What does it mean? What does it mean to be on the show today? What does it mean to have me just invite you? It's like a dream, it, but it's also prophesied because I knew God was going to put me with the right people and this year was going to be the year because I've always believed that. Now, and it just actually happened because yes, you believe it. I know it. I, I, I felt it. All of those people, I said, you know what? Just come be here. You deserve this. You, I don't even know why I know that you know it. And then there's Mr. ML Billion. The, first of all, the name, you know, I've grossed four, two and a half billion dollars. I'm liking the billion thing, dude. You mm-hmm. came onto this clubhouse with this voice and this presence, and you just touched my heart. 
That doesn't happen very often. Tell us about who you are. We got a lot of people watching this. So, you know, the funniest thing is, is that um, growing up, I thought that Billion was like the worst name in the world um, to have. You know, kids are like, can literally be the, the, the worst. Um, and then, you know, my first name is Monaco. Um, so all of the kids would be like Monica. <laughs> so <laughs> kids are- <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where the whole ML came from. I was like, no, wait, you know wait, 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 is Billion your really your last name? Billion is really okay, my there's last no name. way. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, when I met Joshua, my handsome man, his last name is Self. I'm like, dude, you're like the ultimate selfie. That cannot be your name. <laughs> Come on, seriously? Yeah. Where does Bill there's- okay, where does Billion tell me about so- the Billion family? So you have, you got two pockets of billions. You've got billions in North Dakota and South Dakota, and you have billions in Botswana, uh, Africa. So you, you, I mean, you literally have two pockets of there where there's a whole bunch of people with the last name billion. It's, it's, you know, it's crazy. I, listen, I'm telling you, I can't, I can't make this up. It's, it's, it's absolutely, you know, and then going, you know, growing up, you know, I grew up in, in, in Miami. I grew up in the hood. And everybody's like, you're not a billionaire, <laughs> you know? And it's just like, oh my God, this is the worst. You know, so I would ask my mom all the time, like, can I just change my name? <laughs> and what did so, mom say? Mom was like, no way. No, she's like, she's like, no, because one day, baby, you're going to have billions. Oh, she used to say, tell me that all the time. She said, one day you're going to have billions. So no, you can most certainly cannot change your name. And, you know, it, 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 it's funny because every day, you know, my daughter, um, who's 23 years old now, um, you know, every day I have instilled in her, you know, the, the just the pride of, of, again, manifesting, you know, destiny, if you will. You know, I feel like my last name, I'm destined to be a multi-billionaire. You know, she's destined to be a multi-billionaire, you know, and, it, you know, and I expressed to her, I said, listen, let me tell you, it's my only daughter. I only have one child. And I'm like, let me tell you something. I will completely disinherit you if you ever change your name. So when you get married, he's got to change his name. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's hysterical. <laughs> Guys, I've got one minute to break, and I'm going to blow everybody's mind because some, this is something that just, you're going to blow your mind, man. Uh, you listen to Forbes Factor. I have beautiful guest Sally will join, will join us in a minute. We're broadcasting on Clubhouse and on Facebook. Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Don't go away. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. 
Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. It's Forbes Riley. Welcome back to The Forbes Factor. Uh, We're being blessed by some beautiful spirits today, Judy. Ambrose James, Sally Green, and ML Billion, who just told us that Billion is really his last name, and I'm calling him out on it. i got to tell you. Uh, but he started talking about his mama. And, uh, you know, I will say that the way that you're raised has a lot to do with who you are. It's really helpful to be loved in this life. And I very often work for kids. Uh, there's an organization called KIDS, Kids in Dire Situations, there's orphanages all over this country with kids who are just not growing up who are loved. And the crazy thing about if you don't help raise a, a good kid or mentor a kid, that kid's a little lost and doesn't quite feel like they fit in. And how were you raised? You know, um, it, it, it's, it's unique because my mom, I was, you know, first of all, I was raised by a single mother. Um, and so she did as much as she possibly could, you know, for us. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, it's a little unfortunate, you know, just in the fact that, you know, where I was, where I grew up at, the, um, all of the people that um, I grew up with are either dead or in jail. Um, but my mother managed to, to, to keep me and my, you know, my two brothers together and, um, and keep us out of trouble, you know, type situation. But we definitely didn't grow up with a silver spoon in our mouth, <laughs> to say the least. So that's so funny. So I raised Dexter the same way. He had a mom. Lovell was beautiful and wonderful. She had the greatest house, but it was in South Central, which is a crazy neighborhood uh, where people have beliefs. That's what we started out about who they are, how they fit in, what society is. Um, you've, and again, you know, it's funny because when Dexter came to work with my, my ex-husband, not work with, but we, he was running for city council. We had a whole group of very diversely ethnic kids come to the office and draw a picture a day in their life. Dexter was eight years old at the time, and he drew a picture that I still have, and it was a picture of a drive-by shooting with a kid dead on the street. That was his reality. Turns out to be that's exactly what happened, which is weird when you talk about manifesting something. I had no idea 12 years later that that would be, it was, it was almost insane. <clears throat> but you just said, kids in, in that neighborhood. Um, you have shifted that. You've grown out of, uh, a neighborhood. 
how did you, how did you do that? Where, where does your head go and how do you, you know, it's funny, how do you get to give back so that maybe this isn't a reality for other kids? So, you know, for me, my life kind of took a, a, a crazy path where, um, you know, when I did get an opportunity to spend time uh, with my father, I was kind of very re rebellious, um, to say the least. And so my last year of high school, I actually was able to stay with him. Um, and we just got into this huge blowout. Ultimately, he kicked me out. Um, at that particular point in time, I was too big for my britches. <laughs> so my, my mother was like, listen, you know, I love you, but you can't stay here either. Um, so I actually was, you know, I spent from 18 um, to about 24 years old sleeping on the streets. Um, you know, I slept really? underneath. Yes. Yes. Slept underneath I-95. Um, I-95 in storage units, um, in, in cars when I could, um, you know, get the opportunity to. So um, today, you know, I give back majorly to, you know, the homeless. I've, you know, I've since been at a point of um, employing about 200 people that have formerly been on Skid Row, um, you know, or homeless in uh, the Denver Skid Row area um, as well. Um, I do a whole bunch for uh, for youth because, again, when I was growing up, I was bullied, um, you know, a lot. So, you know, I do a lot of different programs that are, you know, just designed to kind of help, you know, the nerdy kids, to, you know, <laughs> help them, you know, really progress past and know that one day you can grow up, you know, and, and be if you want to be this super wealthy person, you can be that if you want to be, you know, whatever it is that you desire, you will, I, you know, ultimately, you can start in a very bad place. And, you know, and at the end of the day, end up exactly where you want to be. You can manifest it. So I love what you're sitting and talking about right now completely. It is kind of a fascinating thing. Miss Sally Green, will you join us? You have a pretty cool story. Plus, you've also been around me for a while, haven't you? Yeah. And one of the reason I really wanted to hop on was I heard Judy talking and um, about not taking care of ourselves. And that's something that I've really, I've really struggled with for a very long time is taking care of everybody else, making sure that everybody else was happy and not taking care of me. And so when 2020 hit, I really had to take some time to just step back and say, why am I doing all this for? And so I really started taking care of myself, investing in myself where before it just wasn't, wasn't a thing. And, Judy, and I've known you for a little while. You have never quite looked so good. Take a little credit for that, but go ahead. Come on. I mean, seriously, your whole look, your whole energy, you are 360 different. Yeah. Yeah, I am. And I'm, I'm working on it. It's hard. It's hard. I'm to sorry. No, no, no. Digging ditches is hard. Let's change our vocabulary. It's challenging. It's exciting. It's, it is. I, and I'm, I am so stoked about what's coming and I'm so excited about it. And it's, it, it is challenging. And so, but I'm, I'm ready for it. So, so Judy, you talked about one of the problems that caused, might've caused the stroke. I, mine caused a kidney infection. I almost died because I stopped. I wasn't drinking enough of this. Now I get candid this all the time. And I was dieting to do a fitness thing, had a kidney stone. And then of course, 
uh, and I still do it last night. I was up till four in the morning. I'm doing a presentation for tomorrow. And my beautiful man is like, don't, don't do this. You're going to kill yourself. You can't afford to do that. I get so tied into working and doing what I, or even clubhousing. And I had a real bad pain, right? And I've never missed a shoot. I've never been late for things. I work on home shopping around the corner, you know, around the clock. I got a live show at 4 a.m. Never missed that. Uh, I'm now screaming in pain. They figured out, they diagnosed what it was. I go to emergency surgery and I've got to shoot that day. And this is right there next to me, high on morphine going, no, I'm not going to, okay, guys, I'm not going to make eight o'clock in the morning. I'll probably be there by noon. I got I to go to surgery. I'll see you later. <laughs> 10 days of them not thinking I was going to make it, which is weird. I remember that one moment. I try not to forget that moment when I came out of surgery and that recovery, we were supposed to be recovering and all these people standing around me and there's whatever's going on. They're like, blood pressure. I'm like, oh God. And in my mind, I pushed out two seven pound twins and had perfect 120 over 80 blood pressure. What they were saying is she has no blood pressure. She's dying. Mm. Didn't quite hear it that way. 10 days later. And it's funny because I've been listening all of 2020 of people who have been dying. Nobody cared that I was in the hospital. I had two people there who kind of got me through it. And I knew that I had my twins in Florida, but I was all alone in New York. That would have been sucky. That would have been really sucky. And it comes back down to, Judy, that's why you're here. Because if we don't take care of ourselves, ML, I'm looking at you and how hard you work. And Sally, you guys, this is part of it. You believe, you got to believe that you're important. You got to believe that nutrition matters, food matters, your mental matters. And all my women, my girls give so much of themselves. And I look at their bodies and I look at their attitude. and and, And then they wonder why when it's time to get all sexy and want someone to love on you and you look like shit and you feel like shit and you're too tired, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. you don't get treated right either. Judy, what would you say is a good recipe for that so we don't fall into that? Well, I'll tell you what, Forbes. I just did a speech on the Comeback Summit and I named it Temporary Out of Order. Temporarily Out of Order. You see, because we we do so much for so many people and then all of a sudden when we need them they're not around it's that's the way it seems to us and but you know what i've figured out i figured out that that is the exact time when god puts us of a temporarily out of order sign in front of us and that's so that he can have some one-on-one time and remold us and get us back in the right direction. And we should not be afraid to say, uh, no, this is about me. I'm sorry. I don't have any time for you. I'm, this is about me. And take it as a, a, a gift, a message from God. And take your time. Just take it. Don't ask nobody for it. Take it. I'm loving that. Hey, ML, who's in your house there? Who's walking around with you today? That was my daughter. She, she's coming right back. But I, I have a question for you, for you ladies. And, you know, I'm, um, I function every day uh, with my mortality in mind. So I go as hard as I go from a work perspective because I really think about the fact that this could be my last day, my last, you know, moments on earth type situation. So sometimes... Okay, okay, before you finish that, you see, here's the problem. If it was my last day on earth and I knew that, Mm-hmm. I, I can't think that way because I'd be eating hagen ice cream and running around totally naked. So I can't think <laughs> quite that way. Go ahead. 
but so you know i guess i just feel like i've got so much to give so much to push out there that you know i've, I've kind of taken the approach of go you know just go 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 and so i haven't taken care of myself as much as i should have you know because i'm just like what if what if this is it what if so you know and and i hear how you all have just kind of pushed past the the, the different adversity you all had had in your life if you will but i mean how did you get to the point where you're just like okay this is me time i'm done forget everybody else this is just me how do you actually how do you do that because i don't obviously i don't want to have a stroke <laughs> i don't want hereby grant myself permission to go to the spa yeah. i hereby grant That's you permission to get loved and I hereby grant you who cares and by the way if it's your last day who cares I'm not joking about the Hagen dots are running around naked that's why I can't think about it being my last day because then I just wouldn't care so and I am looking at you little heart over here hello come on I'm not kidding about this this you do in a little zoom box bring your daughter over here for a second how old is she 23 come on baby. tell me you're 23 oh what is your name PJ hello there nice to meet you all right so can you give that big man a hug there and say, Daddy, you need to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, it will be that fulfilling prophecy of your last, mm-hmm, careful what you wish for. Yeah. I was going to so say, now, just make the decision. But make now the decision, decision. Is, but what do you love doing for yourself? Do you work out at all? Do you take good care? I do, I, you know, I do work out um, consistently. Um, you know, the funniest thing is, is that I fly a lot. So that's like my, my piece is when I'm actually on my plane and I'm flying. That's really, that's actually really the only time that I would say I have, I'm at peace is when I'm on the, on the plane. Oh, we need to come hold hands and just breathe with you. We don't want to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look at this, that is just yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, because I'm all about that. And then when you, have you seen my man? Have you seen Joshua? I, I have, I have seen your Adonis. All right. <laughs> So you don't want to look like him because he spent two hours in the gym. But I got to tell you, a little bit compromised. But we, okay, we got two minutes to end of the show, which is kind of a bummer. Um, final words for the audience of My Voice America. Judy, give me uh, 20 seconds. What do you want to say to everybody? I want to say to everyone that, look, countless blessings, countless blessings, and they are given to you. God's given all of us an opportunity to do what we want to do. It's not what anybody else wants to do, what we want to do. So, look, ML, do and what I'm you gonna need. I'm going to run out of time. And miracles come true. This Judy is here. Sally, give yes. me 10 seconds. One thought. Go. Can't find her button. ML, jump in here. I'm going to say, thought. live your dreams. It doesn't matter where you start at. It's about where you finish. Live your dreams. Invest in you. Yes. And how about the beautiful girl behind you? Give me 10 seconds. Give me one thought, my beautiful girl. Oh, I, I, listen, I'm listening to you all. You're my teachers. Yeah, you know what? Give back. The more you give, the more you get. That's always yeah, been my absolutely. motto. Dream it, believe it, and achieve it, guys. You can find me on Clubhouse probably 24 hours a day. And now I'll be right here next week on Voice America's Forbes Factor. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank oh, my you. gosh, Arizona, I love you. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.